0: Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. For more information about Dr. Steph and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steph in the studio. Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. And of course, I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steff, the founder of Transforming Leadership. Check us out online tleadership.com tleadership.com Dr. Steph, we've been doing a ton of podcasts about transforming leadership proverbs. Things that you and your team have uncovered to be repeated within organization after organization after organization. So they're truisms. They're things that you see are being repeated as either good behavior or bad behavior over and over and over again. Do you ever like get tired of seeing these things over and over again? Or is that what gives you job security?
1: That's <laughs> maybe a bad oh, question. It, it, yeah, that, yeah, that's a great question. It is job security, Jim, but but it is a little frustrating on occasion. And, and particularly with our uh, our higher-performing organizations, it, most of the organizations we work with are focused on high performance, uh, focused on continuous improvement. Most are fo- focused on servant leadership. But it's, it's always interesting to me, it's interesting to everybody in my my organization, Transforming Leadership, how often we see some of the violations of these proverbs, and, and the reason they're proverbs, the reasons they're truisms, is they, they just happen. You know, they, they just happen all the time, and they've become a normal way of doing business. So, you know, praise God, we're, we're allowed to, uh, we have the opportunity to come in and and help uh, help companies become more effective, more efficient. Quite frankly, my goal working with my individual leaders is I don't want you to work harder. You right. know, I want yeah, I've I've heard the phrase don't work harder, work smarter. I I, <laughs> I that phrase at this point. But the fact is, I don't want you to work harder, I want you to work more effectively. You know, and you can't be more effective without intentionally examining what What can I do to be more effective? For the leaders that we work with, I would tell you that it is never work harder. Because the leaders that we're working with, they're already working plenty hard.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, sometimes they probably need to work a lot less hard in order to be able to gain some mental stability back. All right, today's transforming leadership proverb is, goal setting is not an extension of past performance. Exactly. What do yeah. you mean? I thought that you always set goals based on what I did last year.
1: Yeah. Tell and I get that 3% that
0: return. I get that 3% raise no matter what I do.
1: That's exactly right. And, and I would tell you that the vast majority of organizations or the vast majority of departments, that's, what, that's, that's the process. Let's look at what we did last year. Let's talk about how we can push that. And if we can push that by 10%, we generate 10% more than we did last year. That, that's what we did this year. Uh, that, that's pretty great. But I would tell you that I believe that that uh, really negates the possibility of huge innovation. Because it's not looking at what's the best way to, to get to uh, if if uh, you know, I'm in Southwest Florida right now. Well, you're in Southwest Florida right now as we speak. I'm in Southwest Florida, and Southwest—that's right—in Fort Myers way. Uh, let, let's say we're going to Los Angeles. There are countless ways to get to Los Angeles. Uh, some faster than others, and I can get to Los Angeles right now, uh, <clears throat> pretty easy, in about twelve hours.
0: And I could get there in about 40 hours because I'd just jump on 75 and jump up to I-10 and go 10 all the way to Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, but there's more effective ways of doing that. Ah, But you miss the beauty of our country. If if the only thing I am focused on is I want to get there. I'm sorry. How long did you say you could get there? 40 hours. 40 hours. Well, then I want to get there in 35. How's that? That's better. But but that's not assumptive goal setting. Assumptive goal setting, assumptive goal setting is the phrase that we use for for true goal setting. Assumptive goal setting does not take into account what did we do last year and how much harder can we work. Assumptive goal setting is uh, let's let's say we were starting a business from scratch and we decided what do we want to do the first year. We've got nothing on which to base that,
0: right? We're, we're
1: essentially starting from scratch. So we have, we instead should not look at, okay, if we do this, we can generate this. That's not good goal setting. Good goal setting is what do we want to generate now that we have identified that? What do we have to do in order to fulfill on that? That is assumptive goal setting. If my goal for 2022 is $2 million. I want to generate $2 million in coaching and consulting revenue. That's, that's a pretty big number. What would I have to do in order to pull that off? So start with where you're, where you are wanting to go and then identify what steps do we have to do, what resources do we need, you know, all this stuff, what structure must I have in order to get there? And that may result in some pretty significant alteration or innovation, where if we start with where we are and only look at you know, how much I, I want to improve by 10%, that generally translates by the people in the room that translates to I've got to work ten percent harder. And that that's not innovation. That that's just heavier workload.
0: So, Steve, are you saying that the most effective way in setting goals for the year is to actually instead of look at a past performance, which is no guarantee of future results. We hear that on TV commercials all the time. Yeah. 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 You know, it's it's that trap that you've talked about. It, do you actually see organizations go clean slate? here's our goal, but I don't, we don't have to do the same things we did last year. Plus, in order to get to this goal, is there a better, more efficient way? Do you ever see people say, hey, let's clean this slate, well, let's set our goals for this next year, a- and we don't have to look at the past to determine it? I mean, do people ever allow that to happen? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I've got a, uh, a legacy company that is a company that we've dealt with for over five years. It was a legacy company for us. I've got a legacy company that I work with right now that they do that every year. You know they, they identify the number they're going for, and then they say, okay, what do we have to do in order to deliver all that? Now, you know they don't they don't do crazy for, or go crazy. For instance, this past year they did they smaller organization they did seventy five million dollars, but they're going to go for ninety million dollars next year. Well, that that's fifteen for you know fifteen million dollars extra is, is a whole lot, right? That's a twenty percent bump. So. How can they squeeze another twenty percent out of the way they're doing things? Well, the ax- answer is they can't. Right. But but let's start with the ninety million dollars. Then they have to go back to examining the way they do things now. See, so you, you start with um, who was Covey. Remember, Covey said years ago in uh, Seven Habits, begin with the end in mind. Right. That is essentially the same thing. That's assumptive goal setting. Begin with the end in mind, and then. What is necessary on this end in order to get there? And it may be a reorganization or an innovation that results in, in this. So we may have to, if we're going to put a $2 million goal on coaching and consulting over here, then that might require that we design uh, some subscription classes and workshops that we're doing. Um, it, it's going to re- It's going to require that we do something that generates a, I'll say anyway, a significant bump in revenue over 2020 or 2021. But it requires innovation. It requires a a change in the way we do things. Now, not just to see how much harder can we work, how much more can we push out, but hold it. I've got an assumptive goal over here, begin with the end in mind, that says, I've got some area of my business anyway. I've got to do entirely different.
0: So, I mean, to me, if you can say, okay, here's our new goal, but we don't have to look at the way we've done it in the past in order to achieve it, that gives an opportunity for people not only at upper management to come up with new creative ideas, but throughout the organization to actually submit going, hey, I've had this idea, and I think this could help us save time and money, and make us more efficient, it gives you a chance to drive innovation all the way through the organization by listening to the people that actually do the work. Do you see organizations actually listening to the people throughout the organization
1: when goal-setting? Absolutely. And that's a great point. I appreciate you bringing it up. The company that I'm referring to three years ago closed an entire product line because they decided that, they discovered, I should say, that the reallocation of the resources that they were using for that product line, if they if they reallocated sorry reallocated them in a different way, they would have a significantly better return on that and significantly higher uh, revenues on that. So they shut the whole product line
0: down. That's tough though for companies to do those oh, things. That for them was th- tough. Because there's always yeah. that's always somebody's like uh, you know their their sacred cow. Oh, but we've been, but, yeah. but that's the way we've always done business, Steve. I that, don't That's wanna... exactly
1: right. Yeah. That product line wasn't brand new. That product line had been going for almost 15 years, you know, but, but they discovered, well, hold it. That product line has not grown the rest of the way the, or the way the rest of them have. And we've got personnel, resource, human capital resources involved here, as well as um, equipment involved here. If we were to reallocate all of that, To these other products and other lines, here, at least on paper, here would be the result. And it turned out it was. Now, they were able, since that was a complementary product, they were able down the road to go back and start doing it again in order to complement their line, their product line. But they were able to build the revenue to allow them to do that. Mm. And they were able to build the revenue to allow them to do that because they shut it down and reallocated resources.
0: So you're really talking about a remarkable innovation to goal setting Ooh,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. because yeah. because again, we all grew yeah. up
0: in environments that were that were that were that way. Hey, you did yeah. uh, you did 100 widgets
1: last year, 110 this year, buddy. Yeah, yeah 110 this year. That's right. Where if we said, and, and 110 may be the number, but if we said, you know, we really need to, in order to get where we're wanting to go, we're going to have to do 150 widgets. Then somebody is going to have to sit back and say, how are we going to do that? We can't do it the way we were doing it because we were running at 93% production. So something has to change. And, and that that's where innovation comes in. But it goes
0: back to a podcast we did a few a few weeks ago on silos. Oh, because yeah, because yeah, you great. can have silos and have this kind of an approach to goal setting.
1: That That's exactly right. You must have enough trust. Remember in that discussion about silos, we talked about trust. Trust has to exist in order to collaborate. So when you're talking about innovation like that, it's going to impact my silo. <laughs> uh, there better be pretty... Uh, pretty good level of trust that extent between the two of us for we to for us to have that conversation where you say uh steve you know your department quite frankly is using a lot of resources whether it's manpower or whether it's capital resources and saying if we could allocate that over to this we might get a better roi can we look at that yeah that that requires uh pretty heavy collaboration
0: and right. some selflessness, understanding you're putting yeah. the, the yeah. good of all above the good of you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's my servant leadership, isn't it? That keeps popping up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah,
0: and, and change. You're going to have to do a change yeah. thing here, too. Yeah, it's a servant yeah. leadership thing, but it's also, this yeah. is really an emotional concept, this changing goal setting to not be an extension of past performance. It, it's, it's a change thing, and people get used to doing things one way, Steve. How do you help them understand that? This is a change that is going to remarkably impact their company going forward.
1: Yeah, that, I think that's that top-down, real top-down value of, of the assumptive goal setting of, 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 of this new way of goals. I say new, uh, different way of goal setting is because it it incorporates change into the way we do business. We, we don't do business this year and next year, and the year following the way we always did it. We look every year for the best way of doing business. That's the way we do business. Then you've got a progressive organization. Yeah. <clears throat> We've got organizations that are 10, 20, 50 years old that have grown you know, a little bit every year and, and good for them and, and they've done well and they've sustained and they've made profits. What if they were an organization instead that the way they did business Every year was to examine the best way of doing business. Look at the potential there, as opposed to just growth, which is fine. Nothing against growth, as opposed to growth and stability of, I know I can grow 7% every year. Well, yeah, but you may be able to innovate, change the way you do business and grow 17% every
0: it's an amazing thing, this this transforming leadership proverb. Goal setting is not an extension of past performance. And to understand the significance of we dug into that pretty deep. There's a lot into this, but it really is going to transform the way an organization even exists and operates if you do it right.
1: this way. Transforming is the word on that, isn't it? Transformation, infor- innovation, changing the way... You know, the assumptive goal setting requires that we are open to changing the way we do business, changing the way we function, changing the way we operate. Yeah, you got to stop
0: copying the behaviors and customs of this world, but be transformed and change the way you think. Yeah, there's some, there's there's an old proverb for you. Yeah, yeah, start to
1: say that's that's scriptural. That's
0: that's a good one. Thank you, Dr. Steve Steff. Thanks, Jim. Hey, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in today to the Transforming Leadership Podcast. Please check us out online, tleadership.com, tleadership.com. Out there, you'll find a phone number to contact us or in an information form you can fill out so we can contact you. Just remember, though, that we're committed to maximizing individual and organizational effectiveness. So let us have a chance with your organization. Let us know that we can help you. And remember that Transforming Leadership is there for you. Until next time. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Steph. For more information on how Dr. Steph and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. The Transforming Leadership Podcast is available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform to help us spread the word. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.